0: And welcome to another American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road magazine. I'm your host, Foster Brown. Legend has it that Napoleon said, an army marches on its stomach. Whether that's true or not, it is absolutely true that finding new, interesting, and authentically local places to eat is a wonderful part of the American Road adventure. In volume four of the 10th anniversary edition of American Road Magazine, our Diner Days column focused on the tiny and unique 10-top restaurant in Norfolk, Virginia's historic Ghent neighborhood. It's a story of romance and a love of good homemade food that our guest and co-owner Rick Freylate has to tell us about his charming 10-top restaurant in this first of two podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Levy County, Florida, and Greenwood, Mississippi, home of the blues and incredible food.
1: Have you ever wanted to just get away from it all? Escape to our cozy seaside town where amazing sunsets, excellent fishing, and crystal clear springs await your arrival. Come relax in Levy County, Florida. Explore our website, visitnaturecoast.com. That's visitnaturecoast.com.
0: Welcome to another American Road Trip Talk. I am Foster Brown. And this time around, we are as part of our celebration of the 10th anniversary of American Road Magazine. uh Looking at, at something that's themed 10, this is kind of interesting because it's the 10 Top Restaurant, which is located in Norfolk, Virginia, or more specifically in one of its historic neighborhoods. And with me is Rick Fraley, who is co-owner along with his wife, Heather. Rick, welcome to American Road Trip Talk. Thank you. Tell me all about the Ten First of all, you're probably going to need to explain the name Ten and what the significance of that is.
1: Right when uh, the uh, restaurant was founded back in uh, in 1995 by uh, a guy by the name of Peter Pitman, who was a who had, it was kind of a big name restaurateur in Norfolk, he um, founded uh, a few blocks from where we currently reside today, and uh, it's a little small to go place. And there was just one table, one round table, with ten chairs, hence the name Ten Top. In, like, restaurant jargon, uh, a table with, like, two chairs is a two-top and uh, four chairs, four-top, etc. cetera. That's so right. um, it was like a little community table. People could come in for lunch and uh, kind of share one big table and uh, sit around and have their lunch.
0: Community is really important because of where you are, that dense uh, neighborhood of Norfolk. That's, that's a really that's historic area. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's um, it's it's an area that uh, was founded, I think, uh, by some by some Dutch developers, and it reminded them of uh, of the Hague. And actually, that's where Heather and I live. We live in a part of it which is called the Hague, um, down on the little water, and it's a few blocks from where our restaurant resides. And so it's a very um, kind of tight knit community. It's, uh, a lot of people walk to um, to all the, the restaurants and shops on our particular part of, um, uh, basically, a lot of the strip of what's called Collie Avenue, and uh, all the little residual side streets. We're on right a little side street, right off the corner of that, and uh it's just a community of people that really enjoy eating in individually owned small businesses and and kind of supporting local uh, local business and and uh, more than just going to like chains and and stuff like that. So that's how we kind of survive with our little yeah. uh, little restaurant.
0: I saw that and uh, and doing some background that Ghent that the neighborhood began in the late 1890s actually between 1890 mm-hmm. and I think it was 1920 was the kind of the heyday of it and then it it kind of declined after World War II but then there's been a revival going on there. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, they call it gentrification, but basically it's taking older inner city neighborhoods and reviving them. And that really is part of the charm of where your 10 top restaurant is located.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, it is in a place that, uh, we have a lot of very large, very old brick homes that, uh, that have been owned maybe by, sometimes by the same family for, for almost that entire time, maybe. 100 years or so. All the apartments around there are, uh, are the older style, uh, in the places that I've lived before, uh, uh, all, all in Ghent since I've lived in Ghent since about 1999. And they're all that kind of style. Old brick, mm-hmm. old wood, uh, pretty hard to hang pictures on the wall type places <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the old, uh, old windows that still have the rope mechanism when you lift them and close them. It's, uh, It's an interesting place to live, but like you said, it's really (laughs) coming. uh, They're trying to kind of maybe modernize some of the places, but it still looks, it's a nice old look to it.
0: We'll return to our conversation with Rick Farley in just a moment. Let me tell you about Greenwood, Mississippi. When Hollywood location scouts for the movie The Help found Greenwood, Mississippi, they knew they struck gold. The architecture, cotton fields, fabulous foods, and residents who welcome everyone with open arms was enough to convince the producers that Greenwood was the perfect place. To experience these same features that charm all the guests, take one of the HELP tours and see not only the filming locations, but where the cast and crew members ate, stayed, and enjoyed Delta life. Learn the secrets of aspic and ambrosia in a help-themed cooking class at the original Viking Cooking School. And if it's decadence you're after, treatments at the Alluvian Spa followed by a fabulous meal at one of the award-winning restaurants and a comfortable night spent in any of the great hotels will fit the bill. For more information about Greenwood, Mississippi, visit their website at greenwoodms.org. That's greenwoodms.org. Now, let's return to our conversation with Rick Fraley about the 10-top restaurant in Norfolk, Virginia. Now, would you say that, Rick, you and your wife, Heather, in some ways, are kind of those young urban pioneers that are going back into some of these old areas and, and making a go of a small business? I hope business? so. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I hope so because I think she and I are both in our early 30s, and um, I think a lot of that is coming into, especially the area um, of Collie Avenue that we own, The business, a lot of younger people are coming in, younger as in their early 30s, late 20s, coming into these places that have been old. Uh, For example, a business around the corner from us used to be a a sewing like repair shop for 30 years. And uh, the owners, uh, you know, retired and then now it's become a little gelato shop. Oh, yeah. A, yeah, and our place used to be an old clothing store um, for, because uh, we Norfolk's a pretty big military town, and it used to be some sort of a clothing store that was uh, used for, for sailors that they can order clothes when they were on the ship and when they got off, come pick them up and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. So it's neat to kind of move into businesses that have been around the actual biz- the actual building that our business is in um, was a grocery store back in the twenties. And mm. they re revamped it into a instead of one large building, kind of cut it up in about six little um little little businesses with ours, mm-hmm. being the sandwich shop that we have uh, next to a laundromat, next to a individually owned uh art and frame shop and oh, like I wow. said, the gelato place. So uh yeah, it's a lot of small businesses that are taking over
0: That's a really buildings
1: cool. that other small businesses used to be in. We're talking,
0: by the way, with Rick Fraley, co-owner of the Ten Top Restaurant in Norfolk, Virginia, specifically in the Ghent neighborhood. Rick, you, to give a little background for people who may not know Norfolk that well, you mentioned that it's a huge naval base there and that you're actually very close to one of the bays off of the Atlantic coast.
1: Yeah, I actually, I think it's. It, at one time, I think we are the largest naval base in the world in norfolk and it's one of the biggest bays in the world in the chesapeake bay which is where we get a lot of our seafood um especially for the restaurant we do crab cakes and stuff like that mm. and it's all locally caught and uh you know crab is a big thing that comes out of chesapeake bay as well as a lot of the the food they're like we do fresh fish in our restaurant mm. at night and we get a lot from the bay as well as um we don't tip, we don't do oysters at our place but there's there's plenty of oyster restaurants in the, in the neighborhood, that definitely do. I definitely, so it's it definitely, uh, yeah, it's definitely a big a draw for our economy as far as uh, getting stuff out of that um that, that body of water.
0: Let's talk about how you came to be involved in the Ten Top Restaurant. How did you first uh, come to be there?
1: Ironically, as I've been cooking pretty much my entire life, um, I came uh, from a family that worked in restaurants, so I was uh, going into work at six, seven years old with my dad on the weekends when he would go in to do breakfast at a place in Charleston, um, South Carolina. And uh, we had been between Norfolk and Charleston um, most of my life, moving back here when I was about 12, for the, and I've been here since. And uh, so all the jobs that I had were kind of cooking-related. And uh, when I got to be uh, about, in my, about 20 years old, my first job on Collie Avenue was at the Tentop, I was I worked there as a prep cook and uh, just counter person for um, about a year and then moved on to some other restaurants, trained under another local chef um, who was actually one of my very good friends, Eric Heilig, who's also a pretty big-name chef in the area, and uh, kind of came full circle when I came back there to the Tentop in uh, 2008 to become the chef, became the chef there in 2008. Heather and I had uh, met there. She was already working there as a cook. She was the kitchen manager when I came on, and we kind of <laughs> took the uh, – she teased me on the first day of what uh, we worked together that I was coming to steal her job. <laughs> you, stole, <laughs> we ended up,
0: you stole her heart in, instead, right? Yeah, she
1: stole mine, yeah. There you we, go. We were, yeah, we started dating about six months after working together, and we got married last year. A month or two later, the opportunity arose for us to buy the tentop. Wow. And we did.
0: Well, I figured, Rick, as you as you talked about that, with all those sharp knives around, with the two of you competing in there, it was going to be either homicide or marriage, one of the two.
1: <laughs> yeah, very much so. And uh, there's definitely days. <laughs> there's definitely days when it gets hot and heated in there. You know, when we're disagreeing on something, but we definitely treated it as an ultimate partnership. Um, yeah. I definitely couldn't do it without her and vice versa.
0: That was a big step to go from being an employee and a cook, a very important place, of course, in a restaurant, to a place where you decided to take the whole thing over.
1: Definitely. And uh, it was kind of uh, my ultimate goal after, you know, years and years of um, of cooking and working for other people and getting to work with a lot of really good people um, in the area, local business owners. It went from just being a cook to really nurturing, uh, my knowledge of, of running the actual, um, every aspect of the restaurant. I worked with a, a lot of good local restaurant tours that were, uh, basically kind of took me under their wing oh,
0: that's the, neat. Few,
1: the last few years before I started at the Tenta to kind of give me an idea of what an overall restaurant running experience, um, kind of works out to be. And mm-hmm. it was a, it was a really good, ex- uh, learning experience for the, the couple years before I got there. Yeah. And um and we're such a small business that uh like I said we started with 10 tables or 10 chairs, one table 10 chairs. Now we have uh doubled to 19 chairs. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: How many tables
1: now? Uh, five tables and, uh, and a little little window bar with about five chairs. So
0: Oh, I see. That's Nothing interesting. Yet. Okay, so you're still that really neat kind of small flavor to the place. Uh,
1: yeah, our dining room is probably smaller than, uh, than many people's dining rooms in their own house. So uh. People really appreciate it, especially since we make all of our food from scratch, down to all of our sauces.
0: Be sure to join me for part two of our conversation with Rick Fraley, the owner of the unique Ten Top Restaurant in Norfolk, Virginia. Today's podcast has been brought to you by Levy County, Florida. For more information, find them on the web at visitnaturecoast.com. Please subscribe to our regular podcast interviews through iTunes or your favorite podcast application. And visit us at americanroadmagazine.com for more information about the magazine, trip itineraries, suggestions, fun contests, and a whole lot more. Until we meet again on the American road, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.